0: Yesterday, I played volleyball, and my partner took a bunch of pictures on his phone. My co-ed partner, not life partner, the volleyball thing. Yes, it, it would be a
1: shocking reveal if, like, this whole time <laughs> we've been talking about first dates and it da, on. You're like my life partner, uh,
0: my life partner. <laughs> and I... No, excuse me, what? Hello and welcome to another episode of Finding Mr. Right the Podcast. I'm Allie back with my co-host Rourke. Rourke, how are you doing?
1: I'm hanging on by a thread, Allie. Oh no. <laughs> uh, I said to my mom she like really wanted me to empathize with her about something. And I literally said back to her, my emotional bandwidth is about as large as like a very small rubber band. So like I just can't. <laughs> oh no. I'm sorry. It's fine. I think that, you know, it's like I was I was talking to a friend yesterday about how I was feeling. And she was being very sweet. And she was like, your feelings are valid. They're totally fine. And also, I think that you might be a little stressed. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah. I think
1: there might be something else also going on. And that was very funny. But um, I was like, yes, I agree that I, I think that what I was going through was founded in legitimate thoughts. And yet, I think that I just was not in a place to sort of handle anything. And so that's that's where I'm at yeah, I ended up like crying during a yoga class, which is weirdly the most LA thing I've ever seen <laughs> or, or said.
0: That's a great emotional release.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. No, I love, it. I love a um, a cathartic cry. That's what they're. Yeah,
0: called. I once cried in a rumble class, which is a boxing class in Brooklyn. I think they have other locate. In fact, I know they have other lo- other locations because the one in Philly that I signed up with my ex-boyfriend continues to email me about their updated policies and I continue to say that I don't want to hear from you.
1: Anyway, I was going to say, yeah, like we don't need this. Thank you. No, I,
0: <laughs> I do not need your information, Rumble Philly.
1: Oh, that's very funny.
0: But so, other than that, any anything going on with you? I know you've taken a little bit of a pause in your Yeah,
1: dating. Yeah, I'm on a hiatus, um, which I feel good about. Um, I, I will say just in terms of being, you know, you know, I think that we're often super upbeat about dating and our lives, and we have a big reason to be. Our lives are awesome, but I do feel like I want to talk a little bit about. I went to a friend's bachelorette slash birthday um, a few weekends ago. My friend Mary, she said that I had um, I had permission to use her name (laughs) should I ever need to. (laughs) Right? Yeah, and I was the. I was the only single person there. It was a mix of people with boyfriends, fiancés, husbands. And I think towards the end of the day of it, I just sort of hit this limit where I was like I don't know, like I couldn't really sit through any more stories of people talking about their boyfriends, fiancés and husbands. Yeah. And it just started to like really get to me. And it's not because – and like I have a lot of individual relationships like with those men. I am good friends with a lot of them. And so this is not to say I have like any negative feelings about them or their – you know, anything like that. And yet I just felt even though like all these people were my very good friends, I felt very lonely even though that's not what my life is. I was having these two sort of like rational, but then emotional reaction to the environment and totally turned it around and had, we had all had like a great night, but I I would be remiss if I sort of didn't talk about that, I think.
0: Yeah. I mean, I talked about something very similar when I went away for my birthday weekend and, you know, felt that way in the group. So I definitely empathize with that. It's tough. Thanks. Were you able to talk to them about it in the moment or did you kind of just let it I decided
1: not. I was like, I can't I, – I didn't want to make that about me, you know? Yeah. I didn't – like the, everyone's having a good time. There's no need in the moment. I shared it with a couple friends after. Um, I actually – this podcast will be the – Mary and, is, a dutiful, is a great, dutiful listener. Mary is not one of the people I've talked about it with. I was going to
0: say, and then you shared it with a few thousand more later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, And, you know, everyone like – and I think – I, my one friend Amy made a really good point about it where she said, It's totally okay to be bummed or have like moments of being upset for not having something that you know you want for your life. Yeah. And like, it's okay to have both like a very full good life and like know that you're like, our lives would be fine if we do not meet a man. Our lives right. are great. And yet, she's like, it's okay to say this thing that I want is missing and that's a bummer. And she's like, it would be weird because then it would probably mean you don't want it. If you literally did not care, it would mean you don't really want it. And I I think that was really valid.
2: That's really true. Hello, Logan. Yeah, we always have Logan. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Listen up, guys. If you haven't heard yet, we're coming to the DC Comedy Loft for another live podcast. Thursday, March 21st, Get your tickets. We are, I think, over halfway sold out already. Well over halfway sold out. So get your tickets. If you want to come experience some magic live, we want to meet you. We want to talk to you. We're going to have so much fun. And it's also Allie's birthday that week.
0: It is my birthday that week. So and my mom might be there. I'm excited. You can go to FindingMrHeight.com slash live to find an easy link also in our bios to get those tickets and we are going to have an after party afterwards where we can really meet and greet talk to everybody somewhere in the area
2: yeah so make sure you come dc comedy loft thursday march 21st and if you want to check out some stand-up i'm gonna be there all weekend so friday and that saturday i'll be doing stand-up shows start swiping on hinge bring a date have a good time and you'll can come and meet Allie's mom which we still have some spots left on our portugal trip and a little update on that a few of you reached out to us about Hey, I want to come either, unfortunately, I don't have my mom anymore, or I want to come with my aunt, I want to come with my sister, I just want to come with a friend. The trip is officially open to anybody that would like to come, as long as you don't mind, half the trip being moms and daughter combos. Everybody's excited to come, doesn't matter, you are welcome to join.
0: Travel with us, it's going to be so, so fun. You can also check that out at findingmrheight.com slash podcast. If you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out, we're happy to answer anything, we're just so excited to be there with our moms and with you.
2: Yep. Next October, October 4th through 10th. Check it out. Come travel with us too. Speaking of things that just pop into your life when you don't want them
0: there. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I, I totally feel that. And I think that, I think we can sometimes go like too hard in the paint on the, like, I don't need a man conversation, not you and me, but like we as straight women, because, because, True. Yes. Like you said, my life will be totally fine if I don't meet a long term partner, but that is something that I want. And right. I think it's it's okay to want that and to be a little bit disappointed that you maybe don't have it yet.
1: Yeah, exactly. It looked like you had a super fun weekend. You're back in your volleyball groove.
0: Yes, it was so fun. As you can tell by my voice, I've lost it again, but not nearly as badly. I was gonna say this is
1: nothing time. compared to last no. time.
0: This will be most Mondays for the summer. Just level setting for the wait. listeners.
1: <laughs> Honestly, it'll make our voices a little bit more distinct because we weirdly sound alike. <laughs> True. <laughs> Might uh, but, the California of it all.
0: Yeah, perhaps. But yeah, I had a great weekend. It was the biggest grass volleyball tournament of the year, which is in a little town called Pottstown, Pennsylvania, that actually one of my followers on Instagram is from and DM'd me while I was posting photos from there being like, oh my God. hometown. Yeah, it was pretty small world.
1: Did you have any like recs, places you should go? Not that you had a ton of time, I'm sure.
0: No, it's a it's a pretty small town, like okay. this tournament. Also, it's one of those things where we get to the field at like 8.30 in the morning and we didn't leave the field on Saturday night until close to midnight. So wow. it's okay. truly an all day, all weekend type of thing. We got home yeah. this morning. Another small real thing that happened this week, I woke up on Sunday morning to a DM from, an, from one of my Instagram followers asking if my brother had been at this particular bar in my hometown on uh-huh. Saturday night
1: and was and he?
0: so I'm so upset that I was asleep when this message came through because I, I wish that I could have connected them in real time because the it time was him
1: yeah wow the time change got
0: me yes but it was him so I I've told you this before my brother and he doesn't listen so like whatever
1: but let's slander <laughs> Yeah.
0: No, my my brother has jokingly said to me that he's ready to be adjacently famous. Yes. And so now every time something place. happens. Yeah. Every time something happens like this, I just send it to him with the words adjacently famous. And so I sent him that screenshot and he said, it's all happening.
1: He's right. It's, it is. It's all happening. Yeah. Get that tattoo, Sheena.
0: Yeah. So PSA, if you see Drake out in the wild,
1: say hi. Yeah. He'd love it. I'm sure. Yeah.
0: So so that happened, and then I've had a couple odd dating app interactions this week.
1: Yes, I saw one on your story. I don't, is, do, do you want to go into that one? Oh,
0: my God. This guy. I, I can't read the whole thing on You this. can't. I cannot. Um, But I will pin it to my dating app highlight on my story. So if you are interested in this, you can go see it. But basically, okay. this guy replied to my standard opener of, we're at the dinner, what appetizer are you lobbying for? With this, it is literally, like, if we use this as a video clip, I can, like, show it to the screen. That's how long it is. Yeah. It's a whole fucking phone screen. It is. And it is no full sentences, no punctuation really at all.
1: I wanted to ask you, is English his second language?
0: Not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm able to ascertain from his profile. Although I did realize in going back and reviewing his profile that either he has updated it or I missed some like pretty significant red flags in okay. the profile. Um, for example, he says he's into transcendental meditation.
1: Okay, I mean I see that a lot in LA. I, I think if that was like a red flag for me, I'd be shit out of luck.
0: <laughs> for me, and also it was all like it's all weirded very oddly. Okay, so I won't read the entire message, but I will read the. Section of his profile, transcendental meditation, like whatever, I'm not into it. It's not a red flag per se. Yeah. This section, however, which I will say, Darcy pointed out to me because I had him do a dramatic reading of said bumble message for a group of people I was with. And he went to look at the profile and was like, Allie, what the fuck were you thinking? And I realized, <laughs> I realized that I missed this. So the prompt is I get way too excited about. Okay. He says, Ray, jo- Ray Donovan, John Tabner, relentless arrow, prevail versus pain, comma, fatigue. Period. Think steps ahead, comma. Few mistakes plus no excuses. <laughs> I can't even say this one part next part with a straight face. Capably violent. What? Recognize is based on real. Three question marks.
1: Is that a joke on real recognize is real? I, I don't know. no none of this is it almost ali do you think this is a bot i don't know uh maybe it's so it it seems to me like bad ai
0: Uh, possibly (laughs) though his pictures seem normal and not like not like oh my god super hot guy type of i feel like a bot would be using better pictures let me put it that way
1: okay fair enough fair enough like his pictures seem like
0: a normal dude
1: have you ever um seen those Twitter bots that are programmed to aggregate the personalities of various Twitter accounts and yeah. sort of like mush them together? That this is what that feels like.
0: Yeah, it like my friend Cindy made the comment that it sounds like he's using Mad Libs. Yes. Like another person on my Instagram replied to the story and said like is he using predictive text and just picking whatever comes next? It,
1: Exact AI, basically. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Right. I, I vibe with that. These are all good
0: questions. Um, so go to that dating app highlight if you want to read this message that he sent to me. It is literally the entire phone screen. And it is, you've had this experience a couple of times, I think. This has never happened to me where somebody thinks when I say we're out to dinner, what shared appetizer are you lobbying for? That they think that I am currently out to dinner and need their opinion.
1: Yeah, it, it happened to me a couple of times to the point where if I use that as the opener, I rephrase it to imagine you and I are out to dinner.
0: Yeah. So I actually usually say that now because we've had this conversation before. Yeah. But I didn't this time for whatever reason.
1: You got burned.
0: I got burned. <laughs> and like, even if that a misunderstanding would not be a deal breaker, like if somebody totally. thought that's what I meant and he was like, oh, where are you at? You should, you know. Yes. Whatever. But this guy responded in a very weird way where he basically, like, said that he compared women to the Chinese Communist Party. Incredible. He he thought that we should try to undermine somebody in the group by ordering something that made them feel emotionally unsafe.
1: Th- this is so weird. <laughs> Ali, there's, like, not – there's not words for what this no. is like.
0: And then, like in the in the course of this whole message, where he did all of these things, oh, he also eventually said maybe crab dip. In the course of this whole message, it is also, like I said, not complete sentences, punctuation added in weird places, and like non sequitur words in the middle of sentences. It's a it's a wild ride.
1: Yeah, I can't think of anything that excuses this. Um, no deficit. So
0: that was the first thing that I absorbed on this Monday morning. Yes. And then later, literally just now, this happened. Yeah. So about a month ago, I was messaging on Bumble with this Irish guy who just moved here. Okay. And he said that he doesn't have a US phone number yet. And can we message on WhatsApp? Okay. I said, sure. So we, I gave him my number. I never heard from him. Yesterday, I played volleyball. And my partner took a bunch of pictures on his phone, my co-ed partner, not life
1: partner the volleyball thing yes it, it would be a shocking reveal if like this whole time <laughs> we've been talking about first dates and, da, 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 and you're like my life partner, uh,
0: <laughs> my life partner and I... no
1: excuse me what
0: my co-ed volleyball partner took a bunch of pictures of us on his phone i messaged him today and asked him to send them to me and he said that he had in whatsapp psa oh. for those of you who don't know whatsapp is the best way to send photos because it doesn't compress the file Moving yes. on, i didn't get them I realized that because I have the optimized iPhone storage setting on, that my unused apps will like remove themselves from my phone temporarily. Aha. Uh-huh. So I didn't have WhatsApp on my phone effectively.
1: So, had the man been messaging?
0: So I downloaded it. And yeah. when I did that, my friend's pictures came through, but also messages from the Irish guy.
1: Okay. This is potentially exciting, depending on what they say, I suppose. Yeah. So,
0: well, the messages just said like, hey, Allie, it's blank. Okay, good.
1: Good, good, Like,
0: and it was right before I went to Turks and Caicos. And so I had promised to send him vacation spam while I was gone. Like, it was like something we were kind of flirting about. Mm -hmm. And so he had said like, hey, Allie, it's blank. Looking forward to the spam. So I wrote back and I said like, I'm so sorry. This is what happened. I, you know, kind of explained. He sent me back a voice memo.
1: We'd love a voice memo.
0: Especially with an Irish accent.
1: Yeah. However, is it like fully understandable? Because for example, when I watch Love Island UK, I fully need <laughs> subtitles.
0: It is, but it's borderline. Okay. So so he sent me a voice memo saying like, you know, kind of giving me a hard time, but like understanding, et cetera. We're messaging back and forth a little. And then he was like, well, you still owe me your holiday spam, holiday vacation, you know? Yes. Thank, thank you. <laughs> I say that because I at first was confused about what holiday I had missed that I was supposed to spam him about. And then I remembered that that's how people in the UK say vacation. Yes. So I was like, and then he said, and how was volleyball? So I sent him, the first thing I sent him was a photo of me and my best friend playing on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And for those who saw my Instagram story, you will know that we were dressed as cats, like literally leopard on leopard on leopard on leopard. We had ears.
1: It was a great look.
0: It was a great look. I also had space buns in addition to the velour ears. Love. Yeah. So I sent him that and I said volleyball was great. I then am saying like, hmm, like what, you know, what holiday spam can I send you? And while as that one is sending to him, I receive back a towel mirror selfie and a voice memo that I will play. Hopefully (gasps) you can hear it.
1: You look hot as fucking hell. Did you hear that? Yes, I did. So
0: you look hot as fucking hell in reply to a photo of me dressed as a cat. And in the photo, in the photo, I am making
1: a cat face. Yeah. It, it's 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 weird because it's like, it's a compliment, but it's like the wrong compliment for that photo. Completely like, not to say wrong. You don't look beautiful.
0: <laughs> I will post in my story when this episode airs the picture in question, which are, yeah. actually was already on my story, but I will post the qu- picture in question with a poll. Do I look sexy as hell? <laughs> in
2: this photo.
1: Yes, I love this.
0: Sexy as fuck, I believe he said. Hell? Fuck, yeah, I'll to I, I again. do think. Yeah.
1: So, so I, I then, think
0: it was book. Yeah, that,
2: that, that, that's, it was good.
0: So, so he says <laughs> that. He sends me this toweled mirror selfie. And then- Don't love that, I don't love that. No. And then he sends me an additional voice memo that, and I had already sent the, let's see what vacation spam I should send you before I got the previous two messages.
1: Uh-huh. He sent me
0: another voice memo that said, send me something else so I can be even more attracted to you.
1: Nope, 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 no.
0: Not the vibe.
1: Not the vibe. Oh, well. <laughs> Darn. It, it sounded promising until we got there.
0: I know. And now, hopefully nobody recognizes his voice. Should I not have played his voice?
1: I think the odds are slim. I thought That's about true. it. We, we can sleep on it.
0: Yeah. But I, I thought about it as I was playing it. I was like, should I be doing this? But I think the odds are incredibly slim. And also, like, the accent, I think, like, throws things off a little bit. Yeah. In any case, we, we won't be responding.
1: Yeah, no. Um, this is, um, and if your phone purges WhatsApp yet again, so be it.
0: Oops. <laughs> yeah, he just like took it to such an extreme level. Wh- like, such
1: an escalation.
0: Such an escalation. And yes, technically, I did send him a picture of myself first. To be fair, there was another person in it.
1: But like, context
0: though. Right. Not that kind of picture. Yeah. And, uh, like, it was, like, funny.
1: (laughs) You're being very silly in that photo. Like, I think if I received that from somebody, I would say back, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I love that you and your friend are willing to be, like, so silly and ridiculous. Like, that shows that you have, like, such a great personality where you're willing to take your guard down. Like, there are a bunch of compliments that could come from this.
0: So many compliments. None of them are you look sexy as fuck. (laughs) I don't.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But, like, honestly, though...
0: Well, if I did, it probably would have been on purpose. Like if I did send him a photo where I look sexy as fuck, it probably would have been a purposeful thirst trap. And then perhaps that would have been an appropriate compliment.
1: Sure. Yes.
0: But that was not this photo.
1: Nope. Nope. So
0: those are my two stories of the week that all happened today.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Wow. You've had a um, wild, wild Monday.
0: Busy, busy day. But I am currently in the process of scheduling a date for next week. Excellent. So that'll be fun. My brother is in town this upcoming weekend. So. Yeah. What are you
1: doing for the fourth?
0: Um, so he's coming into town. He's going to the beach for the fourth. Mm-hmm. He's coming in town a couple days early to hang out. And then I think we're going to go to the beach like a day trip, me and my friends, this weekend, um, and then probably come back to my apartment. People are calling it Camp Alley. Love it. <laughs> Should be fun. Perfect. So... Yeah,
1: so I am
0: very excited to finally complete our first date episode.
1: I, it's comical that we thought it would, it like, <laughs> it's just hilarious. <laughs> it's
0: absurd that we thought we could do one little neat episode on first yeah, date. Yeah,
1: so tidy um, and contained. That's yes, Very nice no of us.
0: Um, so to intro that, we have this week's Weird or Not. Yeah. And I have to admit, dear listeners, we have baited you slightly with this week's weird or not. And we will find out momentarily if it worked. So this week's weird or not is you send a thank you text after a first date.
1: So I think the people – I almost think we have a selection bias problem on this, as if we don't for all of them, I suppose. Yeah. But I think the people that follow Finding Mr. Height are going to be people who either are trying to embrace – like their authentic feelings. And if that's sending a text after the first date, that's sending a text after the first date. So I think this is going to be heavy towards nah. So okay. I'm going to say weird or nah, 20% weird, 80% not weird.
0: So you are correct that it is heavy toward nah.
1: Uh-huh.
0: It is the most nah, weird or nah that we have ever done.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: At time of recording, it is 7% weird and 93% nah.
1: I love to hear it, even though obviously what we're going to talk about is that the thank you text shouldn't really be a thank you text. I think the the spirit of the question is being gotten through, and that is what counts.
0: Yes. And that is my – and so there actually weren't – again, at time of recording, so if you did respond because you thought it was weird, it's because we recorded before you responded, so I'm sorry – not one person who said it was weird gave a reason.
2: <gasps> wow.
1: Which
0: is highly unusual, but also it's only yeah. 7% of responders, so it's not that many people. Yeah. And all of the people who said not, nah, I mean, they listened to our content.
1: Right, exactly.
0: So we will get into all the reasons why it's not weird. Yes. However, with the very strict phrasing of the, of the prompt where you send a thank you text, That, based on wording alone, I do think is weird because I don't think you should send a thank you text, which we will get into later.
1: Fair. Very fair.
0: But we'll get into that later.
1: Yeah. Well, great. I'm glad that- I
0: was proud of our people.
1: We're breaking through, baby.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So this episode is going to be after the first date. We did before the first date in episode 14. We did during the first date in episode 17. And now we are after- so, we ended during with conversation about, you know, how you end a date. Do you kiss goodnight? Do you not? What if you don't want to? All that stuff. Now you have parted ways.
1: Yes. You've said farewell.
0: You've said farewell.
1: Do you want to start with sort of who texts first? Is that just sort of a natural starting place?
0: I think I'm actually thinking we do a flow chart here.
1: Love it. Yes.
0: So, Because I feel like, or perhaps it's less of a flowchart and more of a decision tree.
1: Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I like that. So
0: you go on this first date, right? Yeah. You've parted ways. So the first thing that you need to decide.
1: Oh, yeah. How do you feel? (laughs) How do you fucking feel? (laughs) How do you fucking feel? Yeah. Thank you for leading me to that.
0: (laughs) Do you want to see this person again? Yes or no? Yeah.
1: Right, right. Yes.
0: And you do?
1: Oh, yeah, I would like
0: to see <laughs> you. <anyway. laughs> Great. Maybe we should end each podcast episode with a decision tree.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine how like ridiculous it would be if you were like, oh, is okay, this is it. Oh, that's <laughs> so it. That's right it. Now? Podcast over.
0: Wildly chaotic. Um, <sighs> okay. So we actually got a listener question about this. Yeah. And somebody asked, how do you tell if you like someone? Like, how do you know if you had a good time and want to go out with them again?
1: This is, I think, kind of hard to answer because some of it is, it's like the Supreme Court and pornography, right? I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. (laughs) That's like a famous, it's a famous decision. And, um, And so it's one of those things where it's like, I just sort of feel like, okay, like, I think this is worth one more shot. Um, and to all the things we've said before, it does not have to be, it does not have to set my world on fire. It does not have to be the sparkiest thing in the world at all. I think my barometer is, did we enjoy that hour and a half? Did I laugh a little bit? Did I get to know some stuff about a person? Did I share some stuff about me that I feel good about? And is there enough curiosity for us to keep the conversation going? Um, to me, that's like sort of my benchmark of for a second date.
0: Yeah, I've been trying to leverage what we learned when we talked to Logan Urie,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is make the second date your default.
1: Mm.
0: So when you go on a first date, go in with the mindset that you are going to go on a second date with this person unless something happens that is a deal breaker for you. Yeah. yeah. So it's like ruling people out versus in.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Like
0: everybody's in to start. Yes. And it, if we don't use this for a video clip, I'm doing a very scientific hand gesture.
1: Like she's holding a large exercise ball. I,
0: yes, that's what I'm doing. I shouldn't do that. My arms are sore. So everybody's in and then you sort of pick people out based on, you know, if something happens on the date.
1: Yes. I like and, that
0: a lot. Yeah. And I think what you said about, you know, did I enjoy that time? Is there enough curiosity where I'd want to spend another hour, hour and a half with this person? Yeah. Go on the second date.
1: I read a book a long time ago, actually, about – I think it was actually about – it was about friendship. But I think it applies in this case as well in that you can learn a lot about seeing people again if you think about how you feel when you part ways with them. Do you feel Mm. energized? Do you feel authentic? Do you feel like – Um, do you feel happy and energized or do you feel exhausted or do you feel bad about yourself even worse? You know, like there is obviously gradations of sort of best and worst. And so I think that if after a date you feel upbeat, you, you know, you're just sort of smiling or, you know, if you just feel generally positive, I think that's a great sign. Or do you feel like, because I think something that you've described on a couple of the first dates from a few weeks ago was feeling really drained by the interaction, and that's yeah. that I think is a big sign that it's probably worth plucking them out of the out of the default opt in.
0: Yeah, out of the exercise ball. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Although I I also do think that if you haven't been well, actually, if you're at either end of the spectrum, if you Haven't been going on that many dates and may not be used to it. Or if you feel like maybe you're getting into a dating fatigue place where you've been on so many, try to think about whether it's that person that's making you feel drained, exhausted, you know, downtrodden, whatever it is, or whether it's just the act of having been on a date. Yes. And if it's the latter, maybe you want to back it off a little bit because, you know, you're not in the like mental space. To be going and meeting people. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a great place to start. You know, do you feel positive about this person and do you want to see them again? And it doesn't have to be, do you want to see them again and then again and then again and then again and then again? It's literally one decision at a time. (laughs) Yes. Just think about this decision tree. It's literally just that next date.
1: Yeah. So then I think because it's sort of the shorter leg of the tree, should we? kind of continue on the question of you've decided you don't yes. want to see them again. Because then I think we can almost just refer to our anti-ghosting policies and your script.
0: Yes. But I, I do think that there is a fork.
1: Okay. Go on.
0: And that fork is, so you don't want to see this person again, right? Right. That's, we're on that leg. But then there's a fork of, did they reach out that they do want to see you again?
1: Correct. We need that as a, um, what is it? Like a, in an experiment, that's like the stimulus that will like release the text. Otherwise, no.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. So because if they, and this happened, the guy that I went on a walk in Prospect Park with last week, I don't even remember if I ever gave him a name. I think I did. Whatever. That guy never reached out to me after. So he either agreed that we are not a match or he picked up on the vibe that I was putting out that I did not want to go out again. Yeah. And I never heard from him. So we have mutually decided not to go out. There is no need to actively reject someone who hasn't told you that they want to see you again.
1: Yeah, that would be so harsh.
0: Yes. So if they don't say anything and you don't say anything, perfect scenario.
1: Totally. But now they've said something.
0: Now they've said something. And then to your point, I I invite you to use the no ghosting script to tell them thank you, but no thank you. Yeah, perfect. Easy. And I also will note that I also have a text script for if you had already agreed to a date and later decided you don't want to go on one.
1: Yes, very good call.
0: I think that like there's a slightly different tone to that text where let's say they asked you in person on the date and you felt a little bit of pressure to say yes but You don't want to, yeah. I, I do think you need to acknowledge the fact that you did say yes,
1: yes, agreed. Yeah, I don't think you can pretend that never happened,
0: no, but you also shouldn't feel obligated to go on the date that you absolutely not want to go on.
1: Yeah, so then now, shall we travel along the branch of you do like this person, or you at least are viewing the default as a second date, and therefore this is worthy of that second date?
0: Yeah, so. Now, I think, again, another short leg is they texted you saying, I had a great time and can we do it again? And they, you know, they asked you on another date.
1: Beautiful. Easy peasy.
0: Great. We're done. Put that aside. yeah
1: Plan the date with them. Go forth. Enjoy.
0: (laughs) Good job. (laughs) There, I think, are actually, though, two sort of legs on the other side, though, of one where you haven't heard from them yes and then the other where you have but are potentially having you know trouble let's say getting on that second date.
1: Okay, yes, I agree. Then let's let's start then with you haven't heard but you do want to go on a second date.
0: Yeah, we got a, a bunch of listener questions about this where yes. people are want to know how long should you wait to say that you had a good time afterwards? Is there a time at which it's been too long? And here's where I think we get out of or into rather the weirder na question of do you send a thank you text?
1: Right. And so should we start by recharacterizing it into its proper form as a non-thank you text?
0: It is not a thank you text. What are we going to call it?
1: I would call it like an authentic interest text.
0: Authentic interest text.
1: It doesn't trip off the tongue. Can't,
0: I can't even say it. <laughs> we'll, we'll workshop it.
1: We'll workshop it, fine. But
0: it is not a thank you text. It is just expressing that you had a good time and would like to do it again. Yes. How long do you personally wait to send that
2: text?
1: It depends. I will sometimes – I've sent it same day, I think, Mm -hmm. especially if it was a happy hour timing date and then I get home and there's plenty of – evening left or whatever like it it, that doesn't feel crazy to me i think if it was a night date that went long or something that might no like i kind of just want to go to bed anyway but (laughs) um again i I think like live your truth I, i i don't really think there's such thing as a necessarily too soon here I personally really like to tie it to something we talked about. Like I'll often mention like a book that I'm reading or a show that I'm watching or a, a TikTok, you know, something will come up. And I often like to send that with the text and say like, oh, by the way, here's that book I mentioned. Tonight was super fun. Would love to do it again.
0: Yeah. So that is exactly what the text script that I wrote for After a Great First Date does.
1: Oh gosh. It's like we do this together. Right.
0: So it says, Hey, I had a great time last night or like insert time frame, whatever. Would love to do it again. Smiley face. Cause I like smiley faces. Also, you should know that. And then you insert your callback. So you could be like, I added that Netflix show you recommended to my queue or, you know, mention that you're dragging if you want, you know, to drinks on a weeknight or whatever it is. Yep. I usually wait until the next day to send that text with one exception. Which is that if they ask me to text them when I get home, Mm, mm -hmm. I usually don't remember to do that.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh, oh my God. I'm well-trained. See, my mother would lose it.
0: I exclusively forget to do that.
1: Oh, yikes. I don't
0: think I've like one time remembered on my own.
1: That's so funny.
0: But I will then use, I will like springboard off of that the next morning Yeah. to say like, P.S. I'm home.
1: <laughs> I had a great time. The night. <laughs> yeah,
0: like not dead in a ditch somewhere. I'm fine. Um, And then say, like, I had a great time. I would love to do it again. If that wasn't the scenario, though, then if I remember to do it at night, I would also do that. But if that wasn't the scenario, then I usually wait until like the next evening. Totally fine. I like, give them a little bit of runway.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, because I guess like this could come down to also – What somebody's belief in wanting them to reach out first is, right? Because if you, for me, sometimes if I really, if I quite like the person, I'll send it because that feels right to me. If I'm a little bit on the fence, but would go if they asked, then I will definitely wait. And so I I think it's a little contingent on my own interest.
0: That's also a really good point because we actually got into this after I went out with. Um, I think it was the dinosaur.
1: Um Oh no, no, it was the scuba, scuba, scuba diver. It was scuba diver.
0: You're right, it was a scuba diver because the dinosaur had texted me before I even like yeah. practically like the minute I drove away. Yeah. So with the scuba diver, listeners might remember that I wasn't I was going to go out with him if he asked, I wasn't totally sold on it and I thought that sending a an authentic interest text huh, we really need to rebrand. Um I thought that sending that text would send the wrong message in terms of Mm -hmm. my level of interest. Yes. So, but again, like you said, I think it depends on your hopes for Mm -hmm. what the other person might do and not to say that you're going to be judging them at all, hopefully, if they don't. right. But that, you know, if you are looking for somebody who tends to take initiative and, and start conversations like that, then giving them a little bit of runway to do so, I think it's okay.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. And I think also that you can – I know that I've used – I can't remember if we've used this phrase on our podcast or when we've done others, but you and I have talked about like emotional chicken where <laughs> I think it's just better off here to say say what you want. And if that's a second date, that's a second date and great. And I don't think anybody wins if both sides are sort of afraid to just say what they want because then two people who potentially wanted to go out on a second date are sitting at home disappointed. <laughs>
0: Totally agree. And that ties in really nicely to a listener question that we got on this topic. And that is somebody who wants to know, this is a woman who dates men, wants to know how stubborn, her quote, should one be about waiting for the guy to ask you out? And I think the the use of the word stubborn really gets at that emotional chicken thing that you were talking about, where it's, it's not about being stubborn and waiting for the other person to ask you out. Agreed. Like no one wins, like you said, in that scenario, Um, but continuing on with her situation. So she went out with a guy the week prior, had a good time. At this point, I'm very sorry, listener. This is probably well past when you needed this advice. Yeah. (laughs) But our bad. We thought we could do this episode in one shot. She went out with a guy, had a good time, not completely sold on him, but down to give him a second date, a shot, like we said. Afterwards, he asked her if she'd like to go out again. And she said, yes, let's figure out a time to meet up.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: He replied, woohoo. Then she said with way too many exclamation marks, which I think let's not dock people points for enthusiasm. Yeah. But then that was it. And so then she said, we've exchanged a bunch of messages every day. It's been about three days, but he's yet to try to set up a day, time, or place. How long do I give this dude to figure it out? I'm less and less interested by the day. So when do you think would be a good time to hit him with the I don't feel the
1: romantic connection text? This is a very interestingly phrased question. I agree. So First of all, I, I you know, thank you for listening. We love you. She hit him with a let's.
0: Mm, I thought the same thing. She used the let's.
1: Yeah. Me, and s- Kate. Right. And so I think that there is, just as you and I have received that and felt that it was non committal, I think he could have interpreted that way too. And his woohoo was sort of saying, like, <laughs> okay, well, like, let's see if you do it, sort of. And so, yeah.
0: I, I think that the word let actually means that you want the other person to do something, but you are unwilling to directly tell them that that's what you want.
1: Yes, I agree with that.
0: And so in this scenario, and, and we know this to be true because of the rest of the context of her question, mm-hmm. we know that she wants him to set up a date, time, place, but yes. she said let because most likely she's trying to be less directive about it. But what ends up happening is she's now not getting what she wants because she didn't ask for what she wants.
1: Yes, exactly. And it's very interesting to me that her conclusion is I need to hit him with the anti-ghosting script and not, when do I just say, "You're <laughs> right. we should do. Let's go on a date.
0: Right. Which actually says to me that she's looking for reasons to not go out with him.
1: I agree with you. Which also I got from the so many exclamation points. I was like, oh, yep. she does not like this man.
0: No, she didn't like him. <laughs> yeah. So- we should default to second date, but when we do that, let's try to think about—and by let's I mean you should try to think
1: about—yeah—the
0: reasons why we want to go out with somebody again. Yeah, and not be looking for all of these reasons why we don't. And I know that sounds a little bit contradictory to what we set up top in terms of rule everybody in until. Yeah, but it's. I think we're not looking for those reasons. So it's not like you're going on a date being like, okay, we're going on a second date, but I'm going to be writing things down. And if we get to a certain number of things, then we're done.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's it's like, I'm assuming that we're going to be going on a second date because I'm assuming that nothing insane is going to happen that makes me really not like you. Yeah. But if one of those insane things surprises me, then we won't. Totally. So information listener who has probably moved on from this person already. Definitely. Next time, if this happens again, just put out, you know what? You can even do it in a, in a more passive way if you really want to. You could say, he said, he asked her if, he, if, they'd like, if she'd like to go out again. She said, yes. Let's figure out time to meet up. She gave him one opportunity maybe to say something. He said, woohoo. Mm-hmm. Give him times that you're free.
1: That's, that's exactly what I would have done.
0: Yeah. Say like I'm, you know, I I'm free on Tuesday and Thursday.
1: Yeah. Like I would love to go out again. Here's my schedule. Yes. Do with that what you will.
0: Exactly. Um. So and it and just don't use the word let's. Just yeah. Everybody, take that out of your vocabulary. Let's. Let's do that. So w- one thing that we didn't quite address though is, can it ever have been too long to say that you had a good time on a first date?
1: Um. I think yes, in the sense that. At a certain point, it's it's almost past its expiration date.
0: What's that point, though? I,
1: I don't know. Um, I think for me, maybe a week. Yeah. So is it
0: is it to the point where you cannot do anything about it? Or is a week just the point at which you need to acknowledge that a lot of time it's... I
1: think a week is the point where you need to acknowledge the fact that it's been a while and say, hey... I had a crazy week of work, but I had, like, but I had a great time and, like, how about, like, I could, I, I got a great ask at once that was, like, I need something to look forward to this week, um, how about we plan a date for, you know, whatever, and so, yeah, it was great, and, um, it was, um, there's a lot of dogs here. (laughs) He did something right sorry. <laughs> anyway, but um, but yeah. So I think that it, it, that's fine. But again, I think I think at the week you hit the point of acknowledgement where you can't just be like, "Had a great time. Let's go out again." It's like, "Excuse me, what? Why did you when, just think of me a week later?"
0: <laughs> what right? What time? Ta- like, what date are you talking about? Because yeah, yeah. I think that makes sense. I don't. I might even be sooner than a week for me, to be honest. Yeah, that's fair. But maybe not. Um, so. Let's say then that you have decided you're going to go on the second date. Mm -hmm. So we're at that part of the flowchart. They asked or you asked or whatever it is and you have this date. We talk a lot about not talking too much before a first date. Mm
1: -hmm. What are
0: your thoughts though on the level of communication between dates early on?
1: I think it is a slight uptick from before the first, but not relationship level, not dating level.
0: Yeah. I agree. Give me I those like callbacks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, give, give me some rapport that we built on the first date, but beyond that, I, I don't need it.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't need a, let's go through how each day went yes. in between the first and the second date. Like, I don't need to tell you, you know, how my day at work was every day. Yeah. I mean, week. to
1: what I've been saying, I don't got a lot to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but even if I did have a lot to say, like, yeah. I, you know, I don't need to, like, download you I got to save day. it up for
1: one week later.
0: <laughs> right. Right. So yeah, then we will we will talk about that on the date. But I do think, you know, let's say I went out to an amazing restaurant and that I think he would like because of something mm-hmm. we talked about, or like you said, callbacks.
1: Yeah. You no, know, I think that, that that's I think is what is appropriate. Yeah. I think we've largely discussed that side branch you mentioned where that sort of first post-date text has occurred, but then you're having a little bit of maybe trouble um, with our listener question. But that said, what if you've both expressed you had a good time, but then no date ever gets on the table and you're just sort of like checking in. And so you have had a date, but it's uh, you're essentially reverting to pen pal.
0: Yeah, so I still think this is a pen pal, even if you've been out on a date. Sure, I think I think you can become a pen pal at any point.
1: Very true. Yes,
0: um, and we went into pen pals and our advice on them on episode six, the corresponding one. Um, so I would invite listeners to check that out.
1: Do you think the advice is any different after you've gone on a date? Because I think the way I, the way you and I talk about getting on to a first date of, I would love to tell you more about that. Gets a little bit trickier if you've already been out. I, I guess – I don't know. You could. I guess you could pivot it pretty easily, but
0: – I think you can. I think you probably have to be a little bit more prescriptive about, like, let's go out again. Not let's, but, you know, I'd like to go out again. Here's when I'm free. Yeah. Without perpetuating that sort of pen pal situation.
1: Yeah. I – Sorry, in thinking a little bit of – this is jumping around a little bit, but in in thinking about waiting for somebody to sort of like make the plan move, I think something that I struggle with sometimes is it's not – it is in part – a man taking charge or showing initiative in that way that they know how to plan that they can plan. But I also think that there's something about, for example, I, I think it was a third date with, Mm -hmm. with somebody where they knew that I was going to leave town and I, they like knew my leave date and our second date ended and like nothing was get like, nothing was, we had a great time, like, but nothing was like, right. on the books and we were texting and I was really in a tension within myself between, okay, do I just say, I want to see you before I go, or do I want to know that he is able to think ahead and say, she's leaving on this date. I want to make sure I see her before then. And so it like becomes this tear of like, what do I want more? <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. I think when it's so early on with someone, mm-hmm. so let's say you've been on one date, two dates, you know, maybe three dates. I don't think that that person should be the foremost thought in your head. Very true. So, and and I'm meaning this from the other direction right now. So, like if we're him, I don't think that this person that I've been on, you know, one to three dates with, should be the thing that I'm planning my life around. Totally. So not. as I'm thinking about, oh yeah, I want to see work again, but Thanks. <laughs> I don't, well, alert, I'd like to see you again. I think that taking your travel plans that you maybe mentioned once and they didn't necessarily make the connection that that was related to when they were going to get to see you again, I think it's yeah. tough.
1: That's totally fair. And I, I mean, this has played out. I texted, we went out, um, but yeah.
0: So yeah, I think in that scenario, I would just say like, hey, you know, like, I know we talked about the fact that I'm like going on vacation next Friday. I'd love to go out before then. What does your schedule look like? Yeah, and you know, make it kind of easy for them in that sense, where they don't have to sort of factor in your travel schedule into their life as well,
1: totally. No, that's very smart. I like that a lot, and probably it's probably what we what we did, and I use we literally because I'm pretty sure we consulted on this we matter. Did.
0: <laughs> yep this is this is a group effort, yeah. So I think we've explored all of our decision tree trunks, if you will.
1: Yeah. I think so too. Branches. Yeah. And I do think actually I do want to get back to just quickly wrap the idea of if there's nothing wrong with really wanting somebody who is going to plan the early dates and that is totally fine. And then you absolutely reserve the right to use the no ghosting script at that juncture. So let's say, you know, you do text a little bit and something happens between date one and two that makes you, you know, who knows? But at any time, that is a deployable text.
0: Absolutely. And I I think this is another situation where we talked about this before, you can have whatever needs, expectations that you want. Mm -hmm. If you want somebody who is going to be a pursuer and, you know, always be the one to set things up, always be the one to plan things, be, you know, thinking three, four steps ahead. That is a perfectly acceptable desire and need for you. You just want to be thinking about the consequences of that desire. How many people that could be great for you are you ruling out because of that default?
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Is this serving you? (laughs) You. <laughs> um, well, Ali, should we do five-star reviews? We have not thanked our audience in a bit.
0: I really think we should. Okay, and great. also take this opportunity to thank all of our reviewers and ask that if you love this podcast, write us a review, share it with your friends. We're trying to grow. We're doing that through you.
1: Tell anyone who might even have a passing interest.
0: <laughs> Literally anyone. <laughs> Tell them. So I have a favorite off the bat. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So my favorite is from Wild Forest Ferret.
1: Amazing username.
0: Yes. And the subject is amazing advice. And Wild Forest Ferret says, I'm in a relationship, but listening to this podcast helps me realize why some of my past relationships ended how they did and helps me better my communication in my current relationship.
1: That's an amazing one.
0: Yeah. I really like how... So much of the advice we talk about, we do touch on relationship advice too, and I think we plan to even more in the future, but so much of what we talk about is more dating advice thus far. Yeah. I love that this person has related so much of it to their current relationship. You don't have to be single to listen to this podcast.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely not. Um, as as my update revealed, all of my friends that listen are not single. There you go. I'm gonna read Solidarity exclamation point by <laughs> I think Brianne Droid. Or Brianne E. Droid. I'm not sure if the E is a part of the spelling of her name. Anyway, I'm so glad I have Allie and Rourke to help navigate the NYC dating scene with. They have me laughing and crying and nodding in solidarity. I've definitely experienced some of the experiences they share and some I know now to look out for. I wish I had this in my 20s because maybe I would have avoided some things. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, if you want to learn how to date like a pro, value yourself, and treat others well, this is absolutely the podcast for you. I really like the addition, too, of treat others well.
0: I love that. Be kind, folks.
1: Yes. Great takeaway.
0: Well, with that takeaway, Decision Tree, will we do this again next week?
1: I I will be here at the same time on Monday.
0: Great. See you then. (laughs)
1: Let's. Let's do it. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, have a great evening. Rest your voice. Thank you. Bye.